Like we mentioned in the first episode, we said we're going to be bringing different personalities to our podcast, inshallah. And coming from the theme of our podcast, Out of Ignorance. And we said that can mean two things depending on the way you look at it. The first meaning can be we do things out of ignorance. We generally just do things because we don't know the real thing. And the second meaning is that we have people who leave their ignorance when they, the truth is being presented to them. So today we're going to be having a, our brother speak on his Tawbah story. Inshallah. Inshallah. I want to tell everyone that I'm still very much in ignorance and I will never yeah. classify myself as being um, out of ignorance until yeah. the day I die, until the second I die. Every single one of us is still in ignorance. Yeah. I think I think a lot of us have seen ignorance, but inshallah we do our best to move out of it a bit, exactly. bit by inshallah. bit. So, how did you, how did you know Sohim? So I met so just recently. I don't know. I don't know him as much as uh, you guys know each other. But I think we met last year uh, in IFI. I was I was doing a halakha for teenage boys. In the this uh, Nigerian Muslim organization I I'm working with. So I invited the Rafa to come and speak. Yeah, to the to the boys, and he brought Suhail, Ahmed, Moaz came and. Uh, who else? <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. So I remember he came out with white bow. I think it's bald. Bald head. I'm always bald. The bald head. Yeah, and he's just much sure. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's the real smart. That's what I remember. I remember I was happy because uh, I seen someone that's like Hudayr Mashallah. He delivered the amazing, amazing heart at that time. And it was, um, he was, I don't know, like I really liked the way someone was very young or, you know what I mean? And uh, like, I've heard, obviously, I've heard of Hudayr for obviously before and I see this guy with so much passion and so much enthusiasm you know and I was like mashallah it, it, everyone there was interested you know yeah. even the youth you, yeah. you knew how to conduct yourself with them you know like trying to get them to pay attention this and that and I really really liked that so alhamdulillah alhamdulillah it was good it was a very very nice experience even Ahmed Lala was there Ahmed was there Ahmed was there I met the few different brothers there it was a nice group as you said bro it's very I love I love it when I see shabab young people full of energy that practice their deen because to be honest with you, that's what I know is this is something that is special for Islam. Because when you look at Christianity, yeah, most of the people who are practicing Christians, they're elders, very old people. Mm. But when I, like, see when I scroll through my Instagram, it depends. It depends on on what like, who you are. Obviously, you're gonna see these people. I follow a lot of Islamic pages, and most of the people that talk about Islam that I know, young people, twenties, early twenties. You know what I mean? Some of them, actually, a lot of them, not even in their twenties, which is something that I love. I really, really love that man. I really love that. And Muslims that are practicing, a lot of them are men. You understand? A lot of men. Men, like, like when I say men, like I don't mean men. You know, okay, like, you know, grown out with the childhood face. Basically, yeah, okay. exactly. That's exactly. You know what I mean? They're not like all oh, these goody goodies who just sit at home and do nothing. No, they're men, bro. Most of them get married at young age. You know, they're working. They're they're going to college. They're doing good for themselves. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because right. exactly, exactly. Um, I remember the first time I seen Suhail was actually about six or seven years ago. That's when he was good. Mashallah. I remember when I seen him, I was with Ahmed and we were going to school. That was actually uh, when I was in secondary school. Since when he had the afro back then, uh, he was going, he used to take the same bus as myself. And Ahmed was like, what's all this guy? I was like, no, who is he? He's like, Suhail, Mashallah, he's a half of. Okay, that was the first time I've ever seen him. 
never met him after that until uh, when did we meet after that? How did we? Well, I think, see, I didn't know, I, I can't remember that time, obviously, um, maybe he's seen, but I, I can't remember that, that situation. But the next time I remember is when the same time when I met for Ed, that that's the first time I, like, obviously, I've seen you before and everything, yeah. but the first time I actually met you and spoken to you was at that halaqa. Yeah. We got chicken afterwards, I remember that like, corner shop, yeah. we had a nice conversation. <laughs> obviously, Moaz was there as well. So. <laughs> He's happy because he has fed donut kebab today. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time we proper we proper talked. Because look, what I, I remember Ahmed telling me about you, yeah? He's a half of Quran, he's this, he's that, and I noticed you. I think you, you, you were going to school, and he used to always see you, like, show that you were dedicated, dedication, you understand? And then afterwards, I hear uh, Suhail. Had problems with Ibrahim, some of the, you know what I mean, some of the people. So he moved out of, of, of Ireland. And then I seen, I remember I seen one video, I remember uh, my younger brother, he was learning how to cut hair. And he was telling me, also, he became a barber. And then uh, I, I think I seen a video of yourself. And I see a completely different Suhail from the Suhail I used to see, you know what I mean? Had loads of rings on his finger and he had... Really? Yeah. <laughs> different look, different look. He, he, might, he might not be comfortable with that, you know? He no, definitely isn't comfortable people, with that. The thing, thing is, though, people have seen me like that, and, you know, and yeah. I, 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 was, I was broadcasting it back then, you know, it's not like it's anything new, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, yeah, I had, like, bracelets, this and that, you know, I, had yeah. some, I don't even want to say something, but people that know me and they've seen me back then, they know exactly how I look like, mm. how I conducted myself. I like it. What would you say? Did you just change spontaneously or was it like a transition? Or yeah. I, had a crazy, I have a crazy story. It's a story that, like, well, I'm sure I'm hoping that I can help some people. I, I, I told you briefly, the, the, the same day that I met you, I briefly told you about it. The same, like, what, when we met each other on IFI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. yeah. mentioned the briefly. Right? I, I told you guys knew each other because you guys dress the same. You guys. <laughs> how did, you, how did you get started? Was it spontaneous? Was it, was it, was it a transition? Was it well, yeah, well, it was like a transition. More, more, yeah, more of a transition. It was um, basically, obviously, I was here in Ireland and I was, you know, I wasn't doing very well. Got situation with school, education, and everything. At the end, I decided to go back to, to go, not go back, to go to England. One of my friends was living there at the time. He said, "Come over, you know, this and that." Most of you already know, but just to, to some of you who don't know, just this is the backstory, and. Um, Obviously, at the time, my parents, the situation with my parents wasn't very good. And rightly so, I was like, looking back at it now, I'm like, I understand every single thing. I would have done even more than what my parents have done. Like, like they were actually very leading towards me back then. And back then, I used to think that my parents were my biggest enemy, you know? And a lot of people I speak to, they think the same thing. Like, oh, my parents, this and that, this and that. Yeah. Wallahi, oops, I swear, wallahi, the problem is with the person. It's, it was with me. And I understand it now, and sometimes I try to explain to people or whatever. And they do sometimes, they understand, they understand. But anyway, the back story, back to the story, um, I went to England and uh, I was there as a, I was meant to do education, where I had to go to college over there. But obviously I was completely independent, financial independent, so I was like, I, I had never picked up a paper in my life with a lever before, you know, the lever. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. my hair without the lever, so I was like, I want my dream there is to go there and become a barber, you know. Mm -hmm. 
So I went, I was looking for a bag for jobs, 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 jobs. First, I was actually kitchen port phone there a few days, whatever, mm. just struggling, man, you know. And then finally picked up a clipper, watched a 10-minute uh, video on YouTube or whatever. 360 GZ, was it? Yeah, <laughs> probably, I think so. And uh, I went in for a thing, I was like, yeah, I'm a barber, I can cut hair. Absolutely, like, hustled my way through the day. Yeah. I worked there for in an African barber shop for about, for, for a while, actually. And the thing is, though, when I, when, I, when, I, when I landed there, I was with one of the boys, and... Um, uh, basically, a few days later, two, three days later, he was like, "Oh, one, there's someone, one of the boys. We we'll call him. We we'll call him. We we'll give him a name. We we'll call him Adam, for example." Yeah. He said, "This guy, Adam, he's coming in a few days, and he just lives around the corner from me. This and that. You're gonna really like him. Gonna get along with him. He's in America right now." I was like, "All right." So after a while, three days, we're sitting in town. You know, uh, I think this is just after I got a job. I, I used to only get like a day off. You know, this is just Sunday off. I'd be working maybe 57 hours a week. I know the pay wasn't even that good, but back then I had freedom, you know? Mm. I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't have my parents, I'm living by myself, I'm free, like, I don't care if I make, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this guy, he comes through, and the first the first time I see him, he comes with a big bottle of Ciroc, mm. and uh, he's like, oh, I just got to from the airport. We're there just chilling, like, I'm chilling after work with some of the boys yeah. in town, and this is the spot where everyone comes, like, and he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, how are you, this and that. Uh, oh, you know, so he looks at me and he's like, Yes, right, yeah, how are you? His boss, Iraq, whatever, they got this from the airport, that's whatever. This guy, I never got so close to someone in my life like this guy, even back in, back in the day, even people, boys that used to be here in Ireland. I never got actually close to them like this guy. This guy, he came out of nowhere. He got so close to me to the point where he would feed me, come to his uh, go to his house, he'd be like, Oh, I can true, I have food, I have this, I have that, I can sleep over. It was like brotherly love, yeah, it was very yeah. weird. It was literally like brotherly love, you know. And he'd bring me to even sometimes, like, he'd, he'd basically, he'd bring me to girls' houses sometimes or whatever, like, introduce me to different people. If, I, if it wasn't for this guy here, I would not have gotten, gotten along in, in England, like this guy, mm. without this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He proper, he got me into nightclubs, he got me to everything, mm -hmm. you know? And then, uh, what happened after? Basically, this guy, it was crazy because out of nowhere, like, this guy, he was my companion, you know, he was always beside me. And subhanAllah, looking back, I'll tell you later who, who, who he was, but um, one day we were meant to go out, my group, um, and this guy, he texts me and he's like, uh, come to, there's another boy, this guy's called Adam, the other guy that I'm talking about, my friend or whatever, and he says, come to, for example, uh, he, wasn't, he was Egyptian, this guy, the other guy, he said, uh, he said, come to his house, you know, for a pre-jinx, whatever, a pre mm. or whatever. Mm. Uh, come to his house, and me, uh, me and this guy, we're going to pop something, we're going to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want one? I was like, no, 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 I don't want one. You two, can you just buy two for yourself? You and him, I don't want one, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to do whatever, I lost catch. Um, mm. I go, I take the bus, I remember the bus was literally the number one bus. Like, it was literally number one. Mm. It was from where I live, all the way to the last one. I've never been so far. Yeah, I've never ever been so far from, from where I used to live or even in England, you know? And um, I went there and it was, I remember it was very, very dark. And we go to this guy's house. I remember not seeing a single person on the road. Like, it was crazy. I got off. You know, anyway, so we go into this guy's house, wherever we go upstairs, into his bedroom. It's a, not sure it's a nice bedroom, whatever. And the guy, not, not this companion that I have here, yeah. not, not my friend, the other not guy. Adam. Not Adam, the other guy. Yeah. He's Egyptian Coptic, he's not, or he's not Muslim or something like that. I thought he was Muslim. Okay, Coptic Christian, yeah? Something like yeah, that, yeah, or yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I knew he wasn't Muslim. Yeah. Or I think he was Palestinian, I can't remember all that. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, he sits here, and I was just here, so I'm on the, We're on the bed, whatever, we're passing, whatever, around, this, that. 
And he's like, oh, I have three, three of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Three, three what? Like, three of the things that they were taking. Okay, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Ones, you know? mm. And then uh, basically, um, I was like, I was like, ah, halas, why not? I was like, oh, you have three. I was like, why do you get three? He's like, I've got three. It's three. I said, why not? You guys are going to take them. Why not? You know? Yeah. SubhanAllah, back in the day, I'm just, just to go back a little bit. Back in the day, there's things that I thought I would never ever do. Like, for example, okay, I'm just smoking. I'm not doing anything else. You know, halas, okay. I'm never going to do anything else. Wallahi, subhanAllah, it gets to a point where you say, screw it, halas. Yeah. And what? Yeah. And you think, you think, you think at that point in time where, where you're just whatever, smoking weed or whatever, you're not drinking, you're not doing anything. I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that, never, not never. And you find yourself just like that. You're looking back at what you were saying and you're, and you're already on this. You know? Bro, do you know what, man? I, I, think, I think all of this starts with a jag of smoke. Yeah. You're right. I lie, bro. Like, right. That was the thing with me anyway. Jag of smoke and softball. Uh, bad friends, that's bad what friends. I mean. Bad like, friends, see, yeah. the thing is, see, the thing is, like a jag of smoke comes from bad friends, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Oh, for you sure, understand for what I'm sure. trying to say? Like, that's how we start from drive the smoke and let down to weed, let down to all the things, as you said, that you never thought you would have done. Like, at the start, you start with curiosity. I was just like, online, bro, you try to bear it. Be, uh, although smoking is disgusting, man. Like it tastes bad. Like when you take your friends' drink, it's disgusting, man. But then you bear it. Ah, oh, just to act cute. You know what I mean? Bear it like, for whatever reason there is. You know what I mean? But then afterwards you get addicted, and then go on, you go on, you go on, you go on. Subhanallah, you transgress and transgress, and then there's no boundaries afterwards. Sorry, Sorry for cutting you off. No, 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 no problem, no problem. <laughs> so um, we're in this guy's house anyway, and uh, obviously we're passing around smoke or whatever, you know. And um, we take this thing. And I thought this thing is gonna be like, 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 like for example, if you smoke a a, a, a strip or whatever, and yeah. like maybe an hour or two hours. Oh, yeah. It's long, bro. Especially the I, I didn't know what I was. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we take it, and for the first hour, I'm nothing. I'm like, okay, sure, what you gave me? I was like, I can't feel anything, you know. We're sitting. I'll give you. I just just to, just to set the scene real quick. Yeah. We're sitting on this very big bed. Our back is to the wall. Yeah. This guy's here. Adam's on my left. There's a big, you know, the curved TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 4K, whatever madness, mm. and then. Uh, there's like you know the lights behind like different ambient lights, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. highlights. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the door, so the TV's here, he's here, Adam's here, and the door's over there. Okay, yeah. no one's in the house. It's yeah. of, no one is in the house. Every single room is dark. Every single room is dark except for this room. This room. Yeah, right? light, yeah. Okay, we take it. An hour passes. Don't feel anything. Out of nowhere, it doesn't. It doesn't kick. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't kick. You don't feel it kick in. Yeah. It just happens. And yeah, you don't. Yeah. You, you don't. It just happened instantly, and you don't, you don't. It's not like okay, I'm not feeling anything, and then you don't feel. You don't realize. You don't realize. Yeah. You don't realize. Yeah. Oh, and boom, out of nowhere. And oh, for the first few hours, right now maybe it's about nine, nine p.m. Actually, because we were meant to go to the pub around eleven. But right now it's about twelve, maybe twelve one o'clock, something like that. And we start, and oh, we're talking, whatever. They turn on some music videos, or whatever. And this is when the guy beside me here, Adam, he tries to. Uh, Basically, he tries, to, he tries to make me commit kufr on my tongue, basically. Yeah. He, they took, put on some music video or whatever. Music video that I've never seen. Back in the day, I used to watch every, every music. I used to watch everything. Yeah. Every, everything, you know. The future, this and Future was on the screen. Kufr means uh, disbelief, like something yeah, that, that would exactly. get you outside of the fold of Islam. Well, at least shit, that's what yeah. he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. what he said, there's future, you know, the rapper, he was on the yeah. ground and he was going like, he's lying on the ground and he was saying something about uh, Shaitan's world and yeah. it all makes sense now yeah. and this is the life, whatever. Yeah. And, he's, and he looks at me and he's like, it all makes sense now, doesn't it? And I'm just thinking, this guy's playing. I'm still, I'm still aware of what he, I'm like, this guy's trying to make him commit shake. I said, I didn't say anything. Yeah. And he kept playing different things or whatever. Yeah. 
different shapes, whatever. And then it got to a point where he keeps checking his phone and it says zero, zero, zero in the time. This is 12 o'clock, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and zero and whatever. Okay, the carriage. And he keeps trying to make me cough. And as I'm looking at this guy here, his face gets so ugly, so ugly. <laughs> Out of nowhere, wallahi, his face transformed. Looks in billah, it's the same person, but he, he goes very hunched back. Yeah. He looks very, he looks like an old man, but yeah. but not something from this universe. Yeah, no, he looks yeah. like a monster, like yeah. very, very, very ugly. It's unbelievable. His skin is like, it's like it is, there's like spots on it, and but he looks like he's he, he's going like this. It's not like he doesn't look happy or sad. He looks like he's plotting. You know, yeah. that's what he looks like. Yeah. And I keep, he kept, he's checking his phone. Zero one, and then zero two, zero three. Boom! Hits me. I'm like, oh my god, I've been here before. And once I seen that, uh, once I once I clocked that, I was like, I've been here before. What do you mean? Like he seen this. I, like a deja I, I was exact. But yeah, things so. I was just it wasn't like any deja vu I got in my life. I have been in this exact same spot in a dream before. He kept checking his phone zero one zero two zero three in the exact same dream. It was the exact same person. His posture, his face, everything. The 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 TV was showing the exact same picture. That's so scary. Everything. Uqsim billah, and it's not a word of Allah. May Allah, may Allah subhanahu wa taala punish me if I'm lying. Yeah. And um, and uh, basically, yeah. So this happens, and I'm like, I start. I'm like, I've been here before. As soon as I say that, he goes like this. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I've been here before. I've been here before in this dream. At the end of this dream, basically, he said he kept he kept. You know, Shaitan says, Yeah, I, 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 I'm free from you. I'm free yeah. from you. He kept, yeah. before that, he kept I'm saying, not exactly, before that, he kept, he kept trying to free himself from you. He said, you're doing this by yourself, right? Did I pressure you? He said, no, man, it's Karaz, Karaz, don't worry about it. No, no, it's all right, it's all right. Uh, you never pressure me, I'm doing it by myself, whatever. He said, okay. And he kept repeating that every different, you know what I mean? Yeah, different, yeah, different yeah, intervals. Yeah. Exactly, every now and then he repeated. And then, look, I've been here before. And in this dream, in this dream, at the very end, he said, he said, he said, he said and he kept, he kept also repeating, you can leave whenever you want. He said, are you sure you're, are you sure you're okay? You can leave whenever you want. You can leave whenever. Many, many, many times in the dream. And at the end of this dream, and also in real life, you're saying that. And also at the end of the dream, at the end he said, I told you you can leave many times. He kept checking his phone. And then it got to a certain number where, khalas, boom. It's like, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, it's crazy. It's like your book's closed, boom. Khalas, saying Your book's closed. And he said, I told you you can leave whenever. Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you leave? Is this in the dream? This is in the dream. He said, why didn't you leave? I told you you could leave. Why didn't you leave? And I died in that dream. I joined this and I went to like, khalas. I, I knew what to happen. I was crying. I was like, no, 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 no. Why well, I say, no, 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 no. All I see is like, you know in movies when someone falls on the ground and you see like, they, they, they lose consciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. He went like this and when he went like this, he dropped his, 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 his when he, yeah. he went like this. Yeah. And then when he went like this, I just see myself go like, khalas. Finished in the dream. And it was happening right before my eyes. Everything was there. The bleed, the, the 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 TV screen was there. Everything was there, perfect, you know. And I was like, no, no, no. I was wearing, you know, wearing jewelry, whatever the time. I take it off. I am crying at this point. I'm like, no, I can't die. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I can't die right now. I kept saying, Shahad, I can't die. I can't die. I can't die. I can't die. I kept. And he's, I was like, I know who you are. I know who you are. The Quran said, you're Malik Al-Mawt. You're the angel of death. You said that. You said that to him. I said that to him. I said, you're the angel of death. He said, I'm not the angel of death. And he keeps smiling. I'm like, why is this guy smiling? I'm freaking out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freaking out, bro. You know? Yeah. I was like, why is this guy smiling? I'm like, you're an angel of death. He's like, I'm not the angel of death. I'm not the angel of death. And then uh, at this point, and he keeps checking his phone. And I know it's at one point, halas. And, and the thing is, though, in the dream before I died, and he said, you could have left whenever. Why didn't you leave? It's like, just before I died, every, like, 
different chapters of my life they flashed mm. like snippets like and it seemed so short like it was it was it was crazy it was like it was like a few years of my life in a, in a it's like a slideshow slide mm. slide it was like that slide 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 that was your life at that mm. you know wait crazy did the guy answer when you said are you this guy was giving me the most vague and the most sneaky answers did you get me that's what even scared me more he wasn't being precise with me he mm. was being ambiguous he wasn't clarifying ambiguous very, I'm just playing along, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Not giving me actual answers. Yeah. Trying to, trying to. This panel was crazy. Anyway, uh, at the end, I, I try I get up and I try to leave, and he stops me. I think he from leaving. Yeah. But he said to Where were we? Part two. Hey. There was a guy standing at the door who told yeah, you to. Uh, who said yeah. Yeah. So basically, this guy he was standing. Uh, this is the story when he's. I'm trying to leave, and basically he stops at the door. And he looks at me like, I'm like, I need to leave, I need to get up now. And he looks at me like this. He's like, you can't leave, you can't leave. No, 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 you can't leave, you can't leave. At this, at this point right now, he's panicking. As soon as I said, I've been here before, I'm going to die, he starts panicking. Panicking, but in and out of panicking, you get me? Like, mm. panicking at the start. But then once he realised I'm lost, I don't know exactly what I'm, I, what, like, I don't know exactly what's, I have a grip of what's going on, but I don't know exactly what's going on. He started with the cheeky remarks, you know, like, this smiling, this and that, fellas. And, um... Basically, I tried to leave and he wouldn't let me and I'm, at this point I am screaming. I'm crying, I'm screaming and I am, let me out right now, I'm cursing, I'm every, let me out right now, let me out, I need to leave, I need to leave. And then the other guy, not Adam, the other guy, he's like, don't worry, don't worry, we'll call you, we'll talk to you, we'll call you Uber now, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, I'm like, call me Uber now, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point I calmed down, I was like, okay. A few minutes go by, we sit, he's like, just sit back down, I was like, okay. A few minutes go by, I forgot completely about the Uber. 20 minutes later, I'm like, where's the Uber? Now I snap. I'm like, where's the Uber? You should call him. He's like, no, 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 I forgot. At this point, then, khalas, I am. I have lost my, khalas, I've lost my marbles, as they say. I'm gone, khalas. I'm like, let me out right now. I call uh, the feds. Mm. Call police. Call who? Call police. Yeah. Because they literally leave me, they literally have me hostage here. They're not letting me go. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't you call? This, this, at this point, I'm so, so paranoid. It's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. I called him, I'm like, I'm like, hi, hi I'm, I'm 17, I was 17 at the time, I called, hi, I'm 17, I just took this and this, and I need help, please come to this address. And then, they were, and then they were like, um, no, no, actually, before I even said that, I called him, I was like, hi, hi, and they were like, hello, is anyone there? Is anyone there? Hello. At this point, you know when you're in a game, and like, for example, the plot of the story is going to be influenced by your decision, you know, that thing flashed by, do this, I literally, I froze, and I'm like, what, what do I do? I literally, like... If I choose this, I'm going to die. If I choose this, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. At this point, I'm conflicted. I don't know. Am I meant to stay here or not? At the same time, I'm still, I'm still not fully aware. Am I meant to stay here or not? Do you get me? But at the same time, in the back of my head, saying, tell me, get out of here. Don't stay here. But I don't know which one to listen to. It's literally like, it was literally like, angel and devil. Which one do I listen to? I don't know. I don't know which one. At this point, I don't know which one's right, which one's wrong. Which one's the angel, which one's the devil. And then I was like, yeah, please, I need help, I need help. I see, I see, for example, like the bar is going down, halas, and your time's running out, which one are you going to pick? They're going to hang up. I'm like, yeah, I need help, I need help. They hang up. He's pissed. At this point, this guy, Adam, he's, he's, very, he's very angry. He's very, very, very angry. And he's sad and angry. And, uh, and then the guy, the guy that, not Adam, the other guy, he's like, yo, boys, you need to leave. The, 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 the feds are coming to my gaff. Like, you need to leave right now. We leave and we start walking. You and I, at this point, me and Adam, we leave the guy, halas, I haven't seen him since now. And we start walking. And we're going to take a taxi home, you know, we're just walking and at this point I'm looking at him, I'm, I'm looking at him like this, I'm scared, I don't know what, to, I don't know what to expect, I don't know who he is, I don't know, you get me, I keep saying he's Merkel, no, I keep saying he's the angel of death and he's, he's, he's telling me he's not, and he's smirking, you know, and then, and is Adam Muslim, sorry, Adam was Muslim, like him, I've never actually seen him pray, 
He drinks, he everything. Okay. He's in there, everything. Oof. He's Muslim by name. Yeah. Literally you can put a non-Muslim beside him and by this non-Muslim's behaviour and his actions, you would say that this non-Muslim here, you'd think he's a Muslim, he's not a Muslim. Bro, it's, I think Prophet made it clear, you know, the covenant that is between us and them is prayer. Whoever leaves prayer is a kafir. You understand? And there's many ahadith that back this up and ayat from the Quran, you know what I mean? That make it very clear, bro. You understand? That's why I was scared, because I wasn't praying at the time. I hadn't prayed in a very long time. You weren't praying, yeah? I wasn't yeah, praying. That's, thing, yeah. that's why I was like, that's why I said I don't want to die as a kafir. That's yeah. exactly why I said I don't want to die. I never, I never committed kufr or shirk. Yeah. Lacking by me, not praying, by me leaving prayer, by me refusing to, to make sujood to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many, many times, probably thousands of times, I knew I was, if I died, I was going to Jahannam straight yeah, away. Yeah, kufr, bro, yeah, of course. Like, if you're not praying, you're going to die in kufr. Like, that's, that's the honest truth, like. And in that situation, that was my reality. Yeah. And, subhanAllah, like, you can imagine when death comes to you, it's, if you, if you can imagine when death comes to you, khalas, your life is gone, like, you, you understand that this khalas. I, I, I feel like I have, I have, I'm not going to say I've just experienced death, no one's, no one's experienced death, but I've, I've come so close to the point that I, I was like, khalas, I, I, I'm so, SubhanAllah, Allah sent me this sign where I don't even know what to call it exactly. I can't say mm -hmm. this is like a near-death experience, I can't. Because mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, Allahu A'lam. Lakin, anyway, I leave, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, who is he? I'm thinking, I'm like, who are you, who are you? And, like, he, and, and I'm like, I, 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 out of nowhere, I'm just guessing at this point, I'm like, I know who you are. I'm like, you're shaitan. As soon as I said that, his face dropped, he went like this. His face mm -hmm. dropped. And, then he, and, he, and he, he puts his head down like this, and he walks in the opposite direction. Of me. You asked immediately when you said that. As soon as I said that, he goes like this. He goes in the opposite direction. And I'm, at this point, I'm scared. I'm left myself. I don't know where I am, where. I don't I have the clue. I'm like, wait, 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 come back, come back, come back. At this point, every time I talk, I feel like there's someone squeezing my throat. Mm. I can't breathe. Allah. And subhanAllah, this thing that really, really hit me hard was I, I was trying to say shahada and I couldn't. I couldn't say shahada. Mm. I, I had absolutely, I was saying shahada just an hour ago. I had completely forgotten shahada, I could not say it on my tongue. And I'm crying, I'm like, what is it, what is it, I can't say it, what is it, what is it, what is it? And then he smirks and he's like, he, he says a bit, he said, he said, la ilaha illallah, he says something like that. Or I shall do la ilaha illallah, he says a bit of it. And he's smirking, he's laughing, he's smirking. And I'm like, wait, I'm thinking, this guy, I can't say something. Like this guy, wallahi, bro, you don't understand, I've never... The way he conducted himself is not how a normal person conducts themselves in any situation, no way, in any given situation. This guy, my guy was all. Anyway, mm -hmm. we get into the taxi. We fly down the taxi. We get down the taxi. And I'm looking at him still. I'm like, this guy is something wrong with this guy. And I keep saying that a lot after because now I remember. I, as soon as he said it, I was like, I'm never forget. I'm not gonna forget this again. I kept saying, kept saying, kept saying, kept saying because I was scared, bro. Literally, I felt every time I say that, I feel, I feel this on my neck. It's literally like someone sucked out all the oxygen around me. I couldn't be mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. Every time I tried to say it, bro, it was it was scary. Mm -hmm. And just for all the people that think, oh, I'm a Muslim, I don't pray, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to smoke, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, Ali, I'm not I'm going to neglect my duties to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then um, they think they're going to die in shahada. It's not that easy. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy. And subhanAllah, Allah wiped my brain that time. I, had, I was just saying an hour ago, he wiped my brain. I could not think of shahada. I, was, I, I, was, I grew up, I was raised on shahada. I grew up, I was raised on Quran. And I couldn't say simple, la ilaha illallah, you don't even have to move your lips to it. I couldn't say it, I forgot it. Gone. Anyway, we get to the taxi, and I'm like, I keep saying, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. The taxi driver, he gets very scared, and he, he kicks us up. 
He turns around, he's like, oh, I think he was Muslim. He's like, oh, he, like, he felt something. I don't know what he felt. Uh, he felt, he felt something. Yeah. He felt something. And he was like, yeah, okay, he kicks us out. We pay him. I was like, just pay him. I'm like, sorry. I go back to this guy's house, Adam's house. And I, there's two beds, you know. His boy was away at the time. And he was like, you stay over. And I'm like, I can't sleep. I feel like, I was like, I was like, if I sleep, I'm going to die when I wake up. He's like, he's like, no, he's like, you're not going to die anymore. He said that. He said that. You're not going to die anymore. He said, no, you're not going to die today. Um, just don't sleep. You're, you'll be okay. And I'm like, are you okay? he was very sad at this point once we got home. I was like, are you okay? He's like, I'm just very disappointed. He's like, you're stronger than I thought. I'm just very disappointed. At this time, I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking, what does this mean? You know, like, what, what's happening? You get, what does it mean? I, I'm very sleep, I'm very sleep, I'm very tired. I fall asleep, you know. I wake up, and then as soon as I wake up, literally, it's like around the corner from the guy that I was living in, you know. I go upstairs, I take a shower. I take a shower, go upstairs, and I pray. First time I pray in a very, very long time. I prayed that once, Allah, alhamdulillah, I think it was uh, Asr at that time, I woke up very late, and then I started telling the boys about what happened, different people that I was living with, and he was there, and he kept saying, he scared me very much that night, but at that time I was smoking really good, you know, I went back to where I was, mm, that situation didn't, didn't, at that time, yeah. subhanAllah, like it was, it was the most, the most scary situation I've ever encountered in my life, and the most, it should have changed at that point of time. Yeah. You just think it was a, a cool story to tell? Exactly. I was just like, ah, oh, it happened, alhamdulillah, I'm out of it, khalas, it's carried. I'm, I'm better now. I'm back to my old life. You get me? I'm just, I'll ask him, the boys and tell him what happened. Ah, you know? Um, and he kept saying, yeah, you're stronger than I thought. He's like, uh, yeah, he said, you're actually stronger than I thought. And bear in mind, this guy here, he wasn't a normal person the way. He was a compulsive liar, firstly. He used to lie on everything. He, like, he wouldn't need to lie, he would lie. He would get money like this from anywhere. I don't know where he used to get his money from. He, he never told anyone where he'd get his money from. Sometimes he's broke, sometimes he has so much money, so much money, and I don't know why, like, I mention this because I know people that deal with sihr and everything, mm-hmm. that the shayateen, they, they, am I right or am I, am I wrong, that they, they can get the shayateen, they can, they can help them with things like that. Of course, bro, like, of course, because with black magic, there's three types, there's sihr with, to bring something for you, there's sihr to bring someone away, for example, bring someone away from her, make... Uh, Break up a husband and a wife, you know, break up a relationship. The sihr that kills or makes someone sick, you understand? So you can literally, with black magic, if someone is is a business guy, you can get them to spend on you by doing sihr, by doing black magic, you understand? Yeah. So he made this money, anyway, he's a compulsive lawyer, everything. Even during Ramadan that time, for example, I'll give you a story during Ramadan. I nearly stabbed this guy because he's literally me and the guy that I was living with, we're very close, and he was this Adam guy, he was causing fitness between us, proper fitness. We were fasting, I'm like, I'm fasting, right? At this point, this is after that incident. After that incident, it was Ramadan. I'm fasting and I'm trying my best to actually fast every day and to pray salat on their time and not to do whatever after uh, once one guy came through, one Muslim guy, actually Saudi guy, he came through and he had drink and he was drinking on Ramadan. He was so hard, you don't understand. Mm. During the day, he, he caused so much fit and this Adam guy that I picked up a kitchen knife and was gonna stab him. And he, 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 he was like, you okay, okay, okay. At that time, at that point, I knew he has, he, he hated me. There's something wrong mm. with this guy. Anyway, I, I, now I'm leaving, I'm going back to Ireland. And then um, I'm leaving, I'm saying bye to everyone, khalas. And he stopped me, he's like, he's like, oh, you're leaving? He's like, people don't usually leave me like this. He's like, it's not easy for people to leave me usually. You know? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't think of it much at the time. I'm not thinking, I'm like, I, maybe like, oh, like we're so close, people usually don't leave me, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll see you soon. He's like, I'll visit soon. Okay, I'll see you, I'll see you before October. You know, I'll see you before October. This time it's like May, June. I go back to Ireland, alhamdulillah, and then I get a job in designer coats, I'm working there, whatever. And um, at that time, it's still on about the last 10 days, and subhanAllah, I wasn't really, I was praying, but some days I break my fast. 
سبحان الله وين فاهم اي ريمبر هيوس ليتش وين اول ليفت المغرب وين اول ليفت المغرب انا موكن هوم جوينت تو بوستر انا سي ون اوف ذا بويز بيكوز يو جست يو جست موكن لايك يو نو اوتسايد الكاسينو والله اي واز ابوت تو فايت اي واز جوينت تيك ذا بوس اي واز جوينت تو جو هوم جوست جوينت تو بي 20 مينتس او 15 مينتس اند خلاص انا بيك ماي فاست خلاص انا بيك ماي فاست يو نو I ended up breaking my fast then, right? mm-hmm. you know, and just the environment wasn't good, and I was still, you know, wearing whatever, wearing this mm-hmm. and that, and then the hand really changed. Eid came. This Eid day was the day where everything, everything changed. I was out with the boys, and I hadn't smoked. I, I was still smoking weed every now and then, and then I was with one of the boys who doesn't do, he doesn't drink or smoke weed or anything. Just oh, how are you, bro? I was like, oh, I'm gonna move away from those friends, you know, kind of thing. And then I bought a bag of weed that time, just a small, like a 10, you know, mm-hmm. just two. I was like, oh, Scarlett, you told me, why are you smoking? I thought you were change, whatever. I'm like, it's Aid, bro. Let's enjoy Aid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's Aid, bro. Aid is actually one of the boys' times to sin. It's like you sin on the day of judgment. It's crazy, it's crazy, bro. I was like, it's only two joints. Okay, how good joints with some, some of the boys from back in my journey, who I used mm-hmm. to be very bad. And then um, I had one, one joint left, and then. Um, I go back house and I'm like, see later boys, whatever, so I'm go back to the bus stop and I'm waiting. Out of nowhere, sorry, the day, sorry, this is like in the evening of eight. The, in the morning of eight, this guy, Adam, he texts me, texts me and he says, um, I'll be visiting you soon. So I'm going to visit you very soon. I'm like, all right, where are you going to stay? Whatever, talking to him. And then I'm at the bus stop now and out of nowhere, this message hits me. Something hits me. Hits me that, oh, people don't usually leave me like this. The whole experience hits me. I feel like I'm reliving the whole experience again. And um, I that text I'm gonna I'm gonna see you before October I'm gonna see you soon. That's when you were intoxicated. That's after you smoked the joint. This is yeah, but it wasn't that yeah. things like that. Don't, I've been smoking. I was smoking for years. I know what you mean. Yeah, of course. Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah, like it got to the point where literally I'd, I'd smoke. I'd smoke and I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. I'd smoke too. To feel, you get me? You got to that point. Yeah. Like, okay. And then at this when that happened, my heart, my heart was it was beating so hard. I felt like I was going to I was going to die. I was going to drop in the spot. I was going to have a heart attack. So that people can hear is literally now. I'm literally at the I'm like, oh my god! I call my mum. I'm on the bus. I'm on the phone and I'm crying. I'm on the bus. I don't care anyone around me. I don't care. I'm telling her what happened. I'm like, my mum. I was really bad. I was really bad. Something happened to me in England. I was really bad. I was going to die. And I didn't change. And I was going to. Are you telling Tell my mum. My mum knows. Like, like only a handful of people know. Today, now people are gonna know, but I'm only doing this so I think people people can maybe benefit from it. Sure, because Alhamdulillah, I got lucky. Well, why I got so lucky? And I thank Allah, I thank Allah every day that, that, that he, he blessed me with this name of, of the day. I, even at least at least just pray. Get me so so yeah, so yeah, so so that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can 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 he can grace you with mercy. But yeah. if you want to pray, Allah, you with the kufar. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm crying on the bus and I'm telling her. I'm telling her, listen, I was really bad. She's like, I know you're really bad. Was, she's like, I was waiting. I was making dua for you. I was waiting for us. She's like, what did you see? She must have, well, I ought to know the dua. The mum's dua is the most powerful. No, so powerful. She's like, I was making dua. She's like, I was waiting for this moment. I was like, really? She's like, I was waiting for this moment. I'm like, listen, I'm going to, I was, this time, this time, I was, I, was, I think I, I was, um, I got the bus, I got off the bus late. Instead of getting off at Super Value, I got off at like uh, Old Mill. Yeah. I was like, listen, I got off really, uh, really, really late. Can, can dad come pick me up or something? She's like, okay. Um, she's like, she, she was like, uh, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna die, and uh, she's like, she's like, don't worry. This time I got off the bus. I'm sitting at the bus stop, and she said, keep saying la ilaha illallah, uqsim billah, but uqsim billah. As soon as I kept saying la ilaha illallah, Allah started lashing, uqsim billah started lashing out of nowhere. Yeah. They literally like doors they open, and it's, it's just started lashing, you know, out of nowhere. I kept saying la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. I said, Mom, it's raining. 
And she was like, okay. So it's raining. She's like, it's okay, don't worry, it's okay. And I said, I'm hoping. She said, after she said, rain stops. Well, like this. It wasn't even like drizzling and then heavy, yeah. whatever. And then, oh, like this and like this, in a space of 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like this and like this, you get me? My dad comes and picks me up. At this point, I'm still power, very paranoid in the car. I'm like, I'm like, I keep saying shahad, I keep saying Allah, go home. And I hug my mum. I hug my mum. I remember I hug my mum in the, in, the, in, the, in the living room, and the TV's there, it's playing the live broadcast of Mecca. And I hug her, and khalas, everything. Right then and there, I felt like khalas. I'm safe now. She's like, you're okay now, khalas. Oh, I sit down, <laughs> I sit down, my mum's there. And we're watching the Kaaba, we're watching the live on the Kaaba, and I'm just there sitting like this, I'm crying, I'm like, Wallah, I felt like I was just born. I felt like, I felt like everything that happened before didn't happen. Be born like? Literally, Wallah, I felt like so light, bro, it was crazy. I felt, I felt like I was just there sitting, I'm like, it, it, it was like I've never seen the Kaaba before, it was one of them. It was like never, it was like I never, I never, because the, the Sunnah thing was playing, the Sunnah, mm-hmm. the Sunnah channel with the yeah. live, and yeah. the Hadith. I felt like I'd never heard the Hadith before. I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Khalas, from now on, I was like, I'm never changing, I'm, I'm not going to change again, inshallah. I was like, if you ever see me being be led astray or deviate even a little bit, you know, please let me know. Don't ever let me uh, go astray again. Yeah. She's like, okay. But why after that, alhamdulillah, yeah, I haven't have to go back really, you know. I haven't. The most, the hardest part though, like that's all, that's all funny games. That's all, that's all nice and everything. But the hardest part was after when I had to cry out the friends that I had. Yeah. When I had to cry out the friends that I had. Mm. Oh, it's so difficult. Come out, come out. Oh my used to chill back in the day. Yeah. Come chill, man. Have a few and it takes your stock up. Yeah. When you're trying to. No, be like, bro, listen, I'm trying. Look, I'm not, I'm not about that anymore. Things that were so like at the start, first few days or a week, it was so hard. But at the same time, I didn't care. Yeah. They can, they can go. I don't care. The, as in the Arabic, say, "Put Rasim Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly how I was. Like, stuck here. It's like hitting your head in the wall. Like I'm not gonna collapse. I'm not gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. Afterwards, it was so easy because people already knew. Some of the boys they were like, "Oh, listen, we're going out with some, some, Fulan, this person, this person. You haven't seen them very long. They're gonna be smoking. Like you know, they're gonna be smoking weed. I know that's not you're seeing. So that's why." <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, they know Khalas, they know That's good. My friends, they used to say, oh, we're going to, but Phil, I won't go because Phil doesn't do good clothes. So it's good when they know your your, your stance, it helps it easy. Well, after time, when they stopped calling me, they stopped all those contacts. And that's a blessing, to be honest. Why? Why? That's an absolute blessing. Because to them, you're disposable. You're nobody. Khalas. The friends that. The, the only thing that brings you together <laughs> is we. Oh my uh, bro, that is so oh, true. Oh, I, yeah, even so someone, true. someone was telling me, someone was telling me, I was telling him recently, yeah. and he was telling me, look, no one no, no boys chill anymore. Like, they only come out from them as we. This thing, go. Oh my bro, like. Weed is what they. Like, bro, listen, listen, listen. At least we used to come out, like, maybe, like, every now and then, like, we just. We, yeah, we smoke, but then we stay out for like a few hours, you get me? Like, and then we go. Talking and then and then we'll be like, we try to our back. If we can our back, we stay out until whatever. If we can't, ah, we just need to go back, you know? Bro, after I left my mates, some of them now, I look at them, I'm like, oh, I had nothing in common with them. <laughs> Wallah, how the hell did I chill with this guy? <laughs> Wallah, and you look at it, the only thing that connected us was drugs. That was the only thing that connected us. After that thing is cool, khalas, no more. No more, bro. Now when I chill with them, you see them going on like the, the way they go on, like what? Like yeah, I can feel like here, like nah, that's not my scene, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be around that. You just don't feel like, you know what yeah. I mean? You, you're able to mix with them again. Alhamdulillah, it's, Allah, it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bro. It's an absolute blessing. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. And uh, it's a blessing. Sometimes like when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows you something, when he shows you something or you go through a calamity, 
it, it turns out to be a blessing. You know what I mean? But the thing is, but the thing is, you need to use that at the time. I always say that to the boys. Whenever you give a halaqa and you see boys around, listen, something happened to you, use this right now because you might not get this chance again. You know? For example, when Azam died, yeah? When Azam died, the boys were affected. And sometimes when you're in that lifestyle, it's so hard for your heart to, to, to be shaking. You know what I mean? You see madness and you stop caring. Your heart becomes dead. But when something hard hits you, use that chance. For example, cut out your friends now. Delete the bad friends you have on Instagram. Follow good pages on also, Instagram. One thing so, very important: yeah. follow every single girl on Instagram because that's so important. You follow, yeah. you follow every single girl. From girl, exactly. And things got at start, it was a bit painful. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Like, oh, I know her, I'm friends with her, yeah. whatever. Back yeah. in the halas, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow without any feelings attached, no emotion yeah. attached. Be a man. Yeah. If you're a man, you're gonna do it. If you're not you a man, you're not gonna be a man. Do it, halas, exactly. Because. Whatever you see on your Instagram feed every day or, yeah. or Snapchat, whatever, every day, that's gonna affect your heart. That's how you're gonna be, bro. And you're a man, you're gonna be tempted. So yeah. if this is your point of view, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't go near it, don't go near it. Yeah. So when you're looking at girls half naked, this is, you tell me, I'm not gonna do it. Do people notice when you delete them? Oh, 100%, I got, got so many followers. I got so many people who follow me. Do you know what I do? When I did it, when I did it, I unfollowed. Do you know you can make them unfollow you as well? Yeah. I did that as well because I knew I was going to get backlash. To this day, there's so many other girls that still follow me. It's crazy. Uh, what? There's so, to this day, so many girls that I don't know if like, they I don't know if they know or they don't, but they still, so I'm the colors. I'm gonna no, I'm some, some people follow, some girls follow me, yeah. yeah. Like after, after I uh, deleted it. But they follow you, but what can you do, do about that? I'm not posting anything, exactly. Yeah. I'm not posting anything. Anyway. And it, yeah. you can't see their posts as well. For sure. But the thing is, you can use that for your good right now. Yeah. Right now, since you know you're stable, class, that fitness stage is gone. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. You're not, like, you don't follow them, they follow you. That's what you said, sah? Yeah. Post beneficial things so that they benefit from it. Sahir. You understand? And that's why I was so surprised. It's surprised like, like, yeah, do, you know, do you know what you can do as well? It's, like, can, it's like a no entry road on a uh, when you're driving. You uh, you can go in, but but they can't they can't yeah, come yeah. true exactly. Yeah. Like a lot of bro, sometimes I post something on my story. That's the flex. Just just <laughs> <laughs> see see. Sometimes I go through. Like when you go through your story, you can see who's seen it. Mm-hmm. Scroll through. Sometimes I see so many non-Muslims. Yeah. yeah. And so many people that I used to hang around with in my jahiliyyah. And life that makes me so happy. Yeah. You know, ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to guide them, bro. Ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to guide them. You know. But as as we were saying, when you when something happens to you, use it for your benefit quick. Don't wait. Don't like see the way see the way like uh, you are like bro, you were blessed after that happened to you. You had another experience. You know what I mean? A backflash of it. Like when, when he said he went out and ate and he smoked. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like that situation would have meant wouldn't have meant yeah. anything. Yeah. I probably would have yeah. ended a lot. Do you know what that reminds me of, bro? That reminds me of one of the things. One day, right? We we used to sell. Myself and a group of friends and my cousin, and then we got caught. We couldn't. We had a debt. We had a debt at the time. It was a big debt for us. You know, we couldn't pay it back. We were. What the hell are we gonna do? What the hell are we gonna do? My cousin told uh, his dad. He told my uncle, and then my uncle. We sat down. He sat us down. I remember it was in Circle K. Circle K. That's close to Timer Park. It has yeah, like a yeah, scene yeah, area. Yeah. I think it's Circle K or Texaco. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember, bro. It has a scene area. He sat us there. He's like, listen, how much? How much do you owe? Up? I told how much I owe my cousin did and my other mate didn't tell him the full price because he's the one that owed most more than any one of us. He was shy, like he was embarrassed, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna let him pay for the whole thing. He's just gonna he's, I'm just gonna let him pay for like a certain amount of it. And he made us promise him, swear by Allah that we're not gonna go back to dealing again. That happened, we go back, he paid he paid off our debt. My other mate, we managed to pay off his debt somehow, and then the same group of friends 
Or like, oh, should we? Should we smoke? Just smoke, just one last time, just to do this, just to do that. You know what I mean? Because once you're out of the danger, خلاص, you take that for granted. Subhanallah, bro. Once you're comfortable again, خلاص, you want to go back into it. But then what happened? We started dealing again. Not only smoking, we started dealing again. And I remember something mad happened to me. Myself and my cousin, and we made a, a whole fake story about it so my uncle doesn't find out. We said it's, a, it's to do with girls and stuff like that, but it's not true. I, I, to do with drugs, selling drugs. We were set up, we were hopped by like more than 20 people. That's when my cousin got hit in his eye. You know, and he lost oh, his yes. eye. Yes, yeah, he, he lost his eye, and like I broke my jaw and broke my nose. Bro, I was in bits like he should. Like I was like at that time, I got knocked out. Can't remember. No, I just woke up in a pool of blood. My cousin's eyeball, eye was like literally like a, like a golf ball. Bro, it was proper sticking out. Went to uh, hospital. Turned out he was blind in his eye. You know what I mean? And uh, it was madness. That should have been a lesson taught. Bro, after that, we went back. Smoking again in the hospital. Wallahi, bro, remember. We used to, Wallahi, bro, they used to visit me in the hospital. People, so we used to have fat spliffs. Wallahi, bro, we go out, fuck you, you know what I mean? And then what happened? What happened is, after that, something even worse happened. And that's what I learned. Something even worse happened. Wallahi, bro. So what I, what, what I tried to tell you, if you don't change when that's something that's bad that's happened to you, Sorry. you might. Bro, you might die. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends you so many different signs. When you be modest, that will get the eyes on you. Think about it, yeah? There's so many girls that wear revealing clothes on the street. You will be the you will be the special one. Mm. When you, you you will be the covered one, you yeah, understand? Yeah. You'll be the precious one. You understand? Yeah. Others others are so easy to get. You're gonna be hard to get. The man is gonna do the right thing to get you. He's gonna he's gonna make that fight to get you. You understand? Because when he gets to you. He has responsibility. There's responsibility when, when it comes to you. There is, for example, paying a dowry. There is a house. He needs to ensure your rights. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm trying to say? But if you're easy, no, you're easy. He doesn't need to do any of that stuff. Khalas, mm-hmm. Allah, don't do it in the park. Realistically speaking. Well, why, bro? Realistically speaking, honest to God, bro. Honest to God. You know? It sounds dirty, but it's the honest truth. Allah, don't do it in public space. Like he, don't, he doesn't. Like he doesn't. He doesn't need to do that struggle in order to do it the right way. You understand? You will be preserved for the, for the man, the strong, righteous man. You understand? That knows your value and knows that he needs to put up a fight in order to get to you. There's a difference between a wife, mother, your kids, and a girlfriend. So yeah. you can have fun with. It's yeah. Completely different. Us men, we think completely different about it. Yeah. yeah, they're both women, hundred yeah. percent, obviously. Yeah. But the girlfriend, she's there for entertainment purposes. Yeah. She's there to keep you company. Yeah. You get me? She's, there, she's there. She's there like a laugh or whatever. Listen. Yeah. A wife, she's the mother of your children. Yeah. You leave your house. And you're gonna have fun with your wife as well. It's oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying the the men. You get me? I'm saying. Yeah. When you when you when you when you leave your house and you go to work or whatever, you leave your wife behind. Are you able to trust your wife? Yeah. With everything in the house, yeah. are you able to trust your wife with money? Are you able to trust your, your wife with anything? Mm. Are you able? If you're not able, if she has a girlfriend before, that's been. Mm. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Yeah. You know, hundred percent, And you're gonna be like, that's the mother of my children. Exactly. She's gonna teach my kids. You understand? Like the other exactly. day, I asked, I asked one of my mates, "Would you get married to this girl? Like, what girl are you looking for?" He's like, "Allah, bro, I'm looking for a girl that's a half of." Remember the Quran because I wanted to teach my kids the Quran. That's number one. Another encounter, I met a brother, right? And something happened between him and his sister. May Allah guide them. Between him and his sister, it wasn't serious, it wasn't very serious. You understand? You know, the sister was like praying, she was doing her five daily prayers. She, you know what I mean? Uh, She wasn't, you know what I mean, up here. She was down here. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? But she was still practicing. You understand what I'm trying to say? And then when she. She showed the brother that she's interested in him or whatever. Afterwards, I was having a conversation with the brother. He was like to me, Look, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. 
I have my eyes on this girl because mashallah she's respectful. You know what I mean? She teaches Quran. You know what I mean? Sure. He, you understand? She's more modest. She's like, he's like, ah, oh, bro, I'm I'm thinking again. Don't get me wrong. From my sake, she didn't do anything haram with the guy. You understand? He didn't do anything haram. Mm. But he said to me, bro, I'm contemplating. I don't want that. I don't want that anymore. I want. I have my eyes on this sister. She, mashallah, she's good. Teach Quran. She memorizes. But the Quran. sister one hand though. Oh, look, that's something you don't know. You know what I mean? He needs to make the move. I'm not going to say from where, but she's not from, not from here. She wants, I knew her from back then, and now she wants to get married. Lakin, I knew her from back then. To you? Yeah, she's really interested. And I, I knew her from back then, and she, now she's changed. Lakin, at the same time, I was, I was even speaking to my dad about it, and he was like, he was like, all right, listen. He said, not every single girl that you love or that you like is going to be wife material. Not, it's mm. going to be, she, he's like, She's not the mother of your kids. Yeah. Mm. He said. He told me that. He said, "Tell me when when you leave the house and you lock the door behind you, would you be able to trust her?" Mm. I was like, "No." Oof. He's like, I was, "I was like, no, I can't, because I know she's been with other men before." Oh, mm. bro, that that that'll make your life exactly. That'll be a nightmare. For well, he didn't even know that. I just told him she was bad and she repented. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he, and he told me, like, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, I went to my dad to be honest because, <laughs> you know, when you're just rushing, trying to get married, yeah. or rushing to. Alhamdulillah <laughs> Try me obviously you're not gonna you're not gonna be perfect both of you, yeah? yeah. But try be similar levels of something. I know what you mean, yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Then again, as I told you bro, like you're not realistically speaking, you're not gonna want because like, I I've seen this before, yeah. You're not gonna want someone who is good if you're not good yourself. Yeah. You're gonna look as I told you, Allah brought the principle, likes the chat, likes like I've I've seen it before. I brought her, he proposed to another sister. This is that Uh, is at a higher level from, than him. When she's seen certain pictures of him and they had conversations, he sensed that she was looking down on him. It's like, Khalas, I don't want him. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Started looking for someone that's yeah, 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 level. You know? You're living your life with this person. Yeah. You're not just seeing him every now and then, every, every few days, every, every other day. Mm. Living your life with this person. Do you get me? She's going to be your wife. She's not going to be a girlfriend where every other day to see mm. you. I say, okay, we'll do whatever. It's not like that anymore. And that's, that's, that's why I think a lot of people, they when they get married or they've been in the past they've been different and then they get married very early sometimes and they rush into it they basically want the wife based on back in the, back in the day yeah. and it doesn't work out yeah. what you get me it doesn't work out mm. so it's always it's always good to obviously analyze take I think a lot of this is always fall into this like and this image like oh this guy wants me but the guy only wants what you have he doesn't he doesn't want the responsibility I know what you mean yes yes 100%, and it's quite sad 100%, 100 I've seen some of my friends uh, he'll tell me when he sees some sisters Muslim sisters hijabis just being around like maybe people they shouldn't be around and you remember one of my friends talked to me Fuad, go talk to these sisters yeah go talk to these sisters tell them like because he's scared for the sisters they're hanging out with the wrong people yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and I like well, what can I do bro yeah I can yeah. tell them yeah But ultimately, the decision is up to them. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, these sisters, after they're moving away from the, the old, the way they used to hang out with other people. Yeah. But it's quite sad though, it's quite sad. There's a very important point I need to raise, is that 
if you're a sister and you're watching this and you had a bad past, don't be sad. 100%. Don't be sad, don't be sad, don't this, be sad. This goes with what is that sister's as 100%, yes, yes, yes. But what they say thing is, more for the sisters, because we're talking about Ghira here. Yeah. And the fact of Ghira, and could you trust the woman behind doors if she don't think it's in the past. What I would say to you, don't be sad, because you have changed your ways. You have changed your ways. And in terms of Allah, Allah is going to forgive all your sins. And sometimes, if you have sincerely, exactly, Allah will turn your bad deeds into good deeds if you have sincerely repented. And also, also, sister, very important thing. Since you've changed and you've repented, when a man comes to you and proposes to you, you may feel like, oh, what if I'm not being truthful or I'm not being honest if I tell him what I've, I've done in the past? I tell you, don't tell him what you've done in the past. Because that has nothing to do with him. What you have done in the past has nothing to do I, with I him. Struggle. 100%. Unless he makes it a condition that he wants to marry a virgin. Unless he makes it a condition. But if he doesn't ask, you don't mention your sins, bro. Because that's you revealing your sins. A man once came to, uh, to Umar bin Khattab and he told him, he told him, uh, 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 my daughter, she has fallen into zina and then afterwards she repented and she was trying to cut her uh, her thing and, and she was trying to kill herself because she, like she repented she, she regretted it so much you know and that put me in a lot of sorrow and now Amana she now she changed her ways and alhamdulillah she became better and she completely changed you know and uh, and a righteous man has approached shall I tell him don't you dare tell him are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna reveal what Allah has hidden mm. you understand are you going to reveal what Allah has hidden? No. Don't tell him. Bro, I've heard it from many people, from many people of knowledge. You only mention it if he makes it. it can One after another. Everyone gets this done. Everyone. Like, some people, they're too blind to see him. Like I was the first time. So many people, you get some, you get calamities, you get different different situations. You get, oh, and then khalas. Yeah, yeah, I will be, you're comfortable. And you start doing the exact same thing over here. I was in hospital for a day. Remember I thought? I don't. This is the one where you hooked up our fence? Yeah, that, that time. <laughs> oh, you that time? That time, you know, that was a sort of. My dad made dua on me in Saudi. In Saudi, he was in, I think he was doing Hajj. He made dua on me. He read it after. Like, at that time, Allah, I can't really, I can't really blame my parents. I was, I was a pain. Like, yeah. made dua on me, and my mom told me only after. Yeah, I was so lucky, I literally escaped and What do you mean? Like in the like, good way? This, this much, I would have been disabled May Allah do this Literally, yeah, they said yeah. two, 2 millimeters or 3 millimeters, I would have been disabled mm. That's it Yeah And subhanAllah, I just said I had people come and visit me, girls come and visit me I went down, I remember, I remember in the wheelchair yeah. I came down as well Mad How, 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 it, how do you think, like, now you're, you're outside this I know it's you're practicing now, you say you're, you're practicing My prayer is number one, Prayer is so important Once you start praying, everything comes to You think all the fitna went away, now you're practicing? No, no The fitna... The fitna is... Before you didn't think of the fitna The fitna is there, but now you're thinking with the... Now you're thinking how to avoid the fitna Back then, it's not fitna, it's... Let me... Yeah, you want it I'm a chase the fitna, back then now you're trying to stay away as far as possible. One of the before he died, he's very old, and he said, if I would, if you were to tell me I was going to die in ten days, the first thing I would do is seek to get married. Because I would, the first thing I would do would be to seek, to seek someone, to basically to try and get married. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would fear, I would fear for myself yeah. and fitna, the fitna of women. So now it's, it's once, no, no, no. Once you stay away from it, it's more difficult. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like in, alhamdulillah. 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 So, first advice is salah. Things will come together eventually. Well, like, pray, salah, inshallah, on its time. How do you find righteous friends? 
<laughs> Allah, 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 I don't know if he prays or not, if he prays is different, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to meet friends, or real friends, real brothers, in a nightclub and he's drunk. Yeah. You know, if people are drunk, they're happy, they're, they're, oh, you're my friend, you're my this. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes so, to, I think you raised a very important point there. So I, I think just, I have a question for sir. Okay, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, I'll talk about Michelle, the stuff afterwards. Yeah, go ahead. Go no, ahead. You had a, your story, like, I, th- I thought it was a bit scary. Yeah. Well, that was very scary. So, and you transformed you. Yeah. yeah. I had nightmares, but not yeah. nightmares. I had like I was very scared of him for yeah. very long. Mm-hmm. I you think without that uh, past, like you wouldn't be where you are now. Yeah, for sure. Would you think? Say you found a sister. Same thing. Not not same as you. Something some, some <laughs> bad past stuff like that. I see you transformed. If you're trying to catch me up, what? You're probably in a very sticky situation. <laughs> and then, and then she's like. Uh, now she's uh, reformed and uh, she goes out, she wants to go. Allah, Allah, Allah. That's all personal preference. Like, in, like if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives, forgives all, all, all sins, who are you not to forgive this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at the same time when it comes, if, if it's marriage or something, that's, that's personal preference. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. So my, like, I would have ghira, personally, I'd have ghira over a woman. I, I wouldn't be able to. Ghira is a protective jealousy. jealousy. Okay. Over, your, over your wife. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. For example, you like. Of it, like for example, if you're outside, if you're out with your wife, even if she's changing everything, mm-hmm. you're out with your wife and someone from a jahiliya day comes, and says, "Yeah, I've been, so I've been there with your wife. I've yeah. done this with you." Yeah. You don't like that. If that, like, that, that is that is that, that is every single man's nightmare. Yeah, bro, mm-hmm. that was kill you, bro. If you are a man destroyed, if you have protective jealousy, mm-hmm. bro, this would kill you. You're not, but you're not saying that. Obviously, uh, uh, maybe she's been forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa taala. It's just like because the ghira. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's that's right. That's do you know? Right. Do you know what? Uh, Saad ibn Mu'adh? He's yeah. a, he's a Sahabi of the Ansar. He's the leader of one of the tribes of the Al Ansar. When he used to divorce a woman, no one would marry her after him. Why? That's because he had ghira. He had so much ghira. Oh. One time, one time is an interesting story. One time, they were they were sitting in a gathering with Prophet Muhammad and then a man came to Prophet Muhammad and he told him, so. "What happened? If I come home and I find my wife uh, sleeping with another man?" So I kill him. So. Yeah, he said, and, and I killed him. He said, Prophet Hassan said to him, if you kill him, we will kill you. Because he don't have evidence. You, you understand that? That could lead to evil. And then he said, and then Sa'ad Mu'ad he said, I will kill him. Sa'ad Mu'ad said, Wallahi la aqtulanna. By Allah, Sa'ad Mu'ad wasn't the one that came and asked the question. He said, Wallahi, I will kill him. Prophet Hassan said, if you kill him, we will kill you. And he repeated it three times. And he said, Wallahi, I will kill him. And he got up and he left. Prophet Hassan says, do you uh, are you surprised from the protective jealousy of Mu'ad or Sa'ad Sa'ad bin Mu'ad he says Wallahi I have more protective jealousy than him and Allah has more protective jealousy than me mm-hmm. the point is protective jealousy is from Islam and ghirah protective jealousy is a characteristic of a man you understand and a person we, that does not ghirah does not enter jannah exactly Prophet Hassan says that from jannah to the youth and the youth, which, was, which is someone that doesn't have protective jealousy, would not enter gender because he's not a man. Like the pig is one of the animals that's looked down the most at the most because he can, he can see his, 
you know, his spouse or his wife or whatever, like the mother of his kids, do it with another pig and he, sometimes he join like, you know? People say he's the filthiest animal and that's one of his characteristics. You understand? And for us, when you see another man that doesn't have protective jealousy, you say he's a pig. And going back, that actually brings me back to the question I wanted to ask. Um, so hey, I remember we, were, we had a conversation earlier, right? About this thing with protective jealousy, a woman who tried to attract men by wearing uh, revealing clothes, right? There is a misconception that a lot of sisters have. A lot of sisters have. They think that by them wearing revealing clothes, right? Or doing things like the kuffar do to, in order to, they would attract the right man and that would potentially- For marriage. Lead, for marriage. That would potentially lead them to having a spouse, That's a right? That is 100% a lie. And let me tell you something, yeah? This, what, what you'll get, you'll get a man that wants to use you. Mm-hmm. And after he has used you and abused you and it came to the topic of marriage, he's gonna run away. He's gonna make excuses. Yeah. Uh, my he had this morning. Exactly, like, he had no this matter, morning. No matter how much you love each other, this man will never respect you. Mm-hmm. Ever. If you show off, he will never respect you. If you just did and, and, and the way Exactly. And the way you said, like, um, she thinks she's gonna get married first. Statistically, and even just look around, look around you. The people that dress modestly, the people that conduct themselves modestly, and the first people that get married, even when they're young. That is so true, even when they're young. Even when they're young. Exactly. And I know people so old, 30 and, and 35, and they're looking to get married, like, and they just, oh, they haven't been married. And they're complaining, why, why am I not married? Yeah, and you find them, they're not wearing their hijab, or they're wearing revealing clothes, or they do the wrong things. The point is, the right thing to do is, well, like I said it so many times, likes attract likes. If you are looking for a good husband, you're gonna to have to be good for yeah. yourself. You understand? Exactly. You know? The evil ones are for the evil women are either for for the evil men. And the evil men are for the evil women. And the good men are the for, for the good women and the good men uh, women are for, for the good men, you know. So, understand what I'm trying to say? If you want someone that's good, you be good yourself. Okay. Forget about the past, forget about what happened. Don't you ever mention it, even if your man mentioned it, oh, have you done this in the past? Don't mention anything. Wallahi bro, let me tell you something about men. No man likes to know that his wife, if he's a true man and he has ghira, that his wife has been with people behind him. Even if she has sincerely repented, that's gonna keep eating up his brain. Sure, sure. Is she comparing me to him? Is this, is that? Bro, that's gonna be eating his head. Don't mention it. Don't ever mention it, khalas, move on. You're a righteous, righteous sister, you're afifa now, you're pure, you're clean. Don't mention it. What's in the past is in the past. Khalas, move on. You're a different person now. Your sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has erased them. This is a new page. Don't mention it. Don't mention anything. Don't you ever mention Even if he tries to pull things out of you, he start mentioning his sins. Oh, let's confess to each other. That's just going to destroy you. Allah, that's going to destroy the marriage. That's really going to destroy the marriage. You know? Don't, mention, don't ever mention your sins to, to your husband and don't ever tell him that what you've done in the past. Sure, you know? sure. um, I think we should leave it at this. I think we, 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 we should round up. Yeah, we'll round up here. Whatever good was we said was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his tawfiq. Whatever bad we said was from ourselves and the shaitan. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the story of Suhail. And Zafla so for you yeah. on the on the podcast. Uh, yeah. for coming and sharing your story and yeah. inshallah it's, it's a benefit for many people because I definitely learned from it as well. 100%. Uh, it's important that uh, that we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always gives us many signs. He always gives many, many opportunities. Yeah. And you realize the opportunities and many people Unfortunately, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them signs and they're turning blind to it, yeah? That's because their heart is hard, many mm-hmm. sins, 